Welcome to the Coworking Weekly Show, session number two. I am your host, Alex Hillman, and oh man, am I glad to be back. On Monday, we published episode one uh, with me and Adam talking about what it's like to run a co-working space from the eyes of a staff member, and the feedback was just complete, just overwhelming and tremendous. So I want to thank all of you for responding, for listening and responding, and for reviewing on iTunes. We have an iTunes feed now. Um, things are just moving at the speed of light with this, and I couldn't be more excited. Um, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to jump straight into something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to call... The this session, uh, more of an in-between episode. Uh, I'm going to call this segment something like Ask Coworking Weekly. Now, I get a lot of questions from people, and I see them on the Coworking Google group, and I get them in my inbox. And when people respond to my welcome email on Coworking Weekly, tons and tons and tons of really great questions. I don't always get a chance to respond to all of them because, let's be honest, it takes time to respond to all of them. But damn it if I don't try. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I recorded some answers to those questions, podcast style, and have them be a little bit shorter. So I recorded the answer to one question in particular. It's my top question, the most common question that I get. You'll find out what it is in just a second. Uh, and I answered it. Uh, it's a big question with a lot of pieces in it. So if I had gone into all of it, I probably would have been rambling for 30 minutes, maybe an hour, who knows. And I didn't want to do that. Instead, I want to record something brief. So this episode is just seven minutes long. Um, by the time I've added this recording, it'll be probably less than 10. So we're going to try this out, and I really need to know if this was helpful. If you like it, can I make it better? All of those things, please give me feedback. Um, with that, let's get into the first in-between episode, the first special session of Ask Coworking Weekly, and I'll see you on the other side. What tactics can you use to get members interested in your community and ultimately have them want to join your community? The number one way that people seem to uh, attempt to grow their community is by taking their co-working space, which is you know, at the very beginning – and sort of an empty room, to be completely honest, uh, an empty room. Maybe it's a beautiful empty room, but it's still an empty room. And you know, hosting events and inviting people over and thinking, well, if I just show them how awesome it is to be here, then they're going to want to join, right? And I think people are consistently finding that is not the case. What's the difference between a first date where you go with your date to a nice restaurant that you both like and you have a nice meal and some drinks and some nice conversation and then they say, hey, you know, you want to come over to my place and watch a movie. Now, contrast that to a date where a complete stranger messages you on you know, OkCupid or Tinder or whatever and says, hey, you want to come over to my place and watch a movie? So the difference is the exact same mistake that people make in trying to get new members for their community, and it's really going straight for the transaction. I guess you get an idea of what the transaction might be in my dating metaphor. But if your goal – if the only way that you can think of to get members into your community is to invite them into your house to participate in your event, you're leaving a ton of opportunity on the table. And what does that opportunity look like? Well, I think it's really simple, and it's get outside of your space. Now, I know that you've got a beautiful co-working space and you're really proud of it 
and you want to have people over and you want to show them how great co-working is. But remember, most people don't know what co-working is. And more importantly, co-working is something that you kind of need to experience to understand and you definitely need to experience to understand that you want it. And when I say something you need to experience, it's not just that you need to be in the room because if that was the case, then every person who came in for an event would say – I want a membership to a co-working space and that's just not the case. Uh, so the difference is, is people need to experience the room with the other people that they're going to be a part of that community with. So what can you do? Well, the biggest thing that I did when we were getting Indie Hall started was finding places that people were already gathering. So rather than create this high bar of I need to produce every event, I need to own the event, my events, my events, my events, the primary approach was finding other people's events. And not that I was going to those events to like, you know, poach people or to steal them away. No, no, absolutely not. And in fact, I wasn't even going to those events to sell people on co-working. I wasn't even talking about co-working. I was going to those events to meet people because that's what this was all about for me. It was finding out who's in my own backyard, finding out where those people are, who they are, what they care about, what they do, what they love about what they do, and also what sucks. And once in a while, you know, for every 10 people that I met, Maybe for every 20 people that I – maybe for every 30 people I met, I have no idea what the ratio was. I would find one person who was on the same wavelength as me in the fact that I was working from home alone and it sucked. So the fact is, is even in places where the meetup culture is not really great, there are still people gathering places. Maybe they're not gathering around topics that you're especially interested in. So, you know, for me, I was interested in, you know, web development, web design. So were there a lot of meetups for web development and web design in Philadelphia? Not really. What was great was I was actually able to hijack some, uh, you know, sort of like forced networking meetups where I just changed how I approached things, where I knew there were some people there that they believed that this sucked too. Uh, and so instead of making the goal to collect as many names as possible from that meetup, I would try and have one meaningful conversation. And that one meaningful conversation would leave me wanting to talk to that person some more. In some cases, it would leave them wanting to follow up too. And a lot of times before I even got home, there was an email in my inbox saying, hey, it was really great to meet you. Can we grab coffee next week or can we grab a beer in a few days? That approach to getting out into the real world where people are already gathering instead of waiting for them to come to you, instead of thinking that you need to even create things for them to come to Go to them. Go to where they are. And don't go there to sell co-working or convince them of anything. Go there to participate. People who participate in communities are far better suited to be the leaders of communities. Think about that another way. If people are going to join your community, don't they want to see how you participate in that community too? So you're really giving people a taste. This is sort of like the first date. You're going to give people a taste of what it's like to hang out, to talk to you. And if you're there with a couple of other friends, even better because it takes off some of the pressure, right? Uh, there are so many things that you can do outside of your co-working space, things that give people opportunities to have meaningful conversations with each other. And if you do it right, they start asking for more ways to spend time with each other. And that's when it's totally, totally normal for some of them to say, hey – We've got this clubhouse that you can come back and hang out at.
It's you know it's yeah it's a co-working space, but it's not just a place to work. It's a place to meet people, just like this, but without all the pressure. And that's how you get people in the door of your co-working space. And that's a wrap. So I want to know what you think about me doing more of these Ask Coworking weekly segments, these shorter bits where I pick a question that somebody's asked and I do my best to answer it. Uh, and your feedback really does mean a lot. And I've gotten tons of great ideas for new sessions, new segments, new guests, and more for the Coworking Weekly Show. So please reach out to me uh, either on email, alex at indiehall.org, or on Twitter at Alex Hillman, H-I-L-L-M-A-N. Um, I've also got a list of things to improve. I know the sound quality before wasn't as great. Hopefully this one's better. I've got a really uh, a much better microphone uh, and a bunch of other things that I want to make better. Uh, so if you've got suggestions to make the Coworking Weekly Show better, send those in as well. Constructive criticism, warmly, warmly welcomed. The biggest favor I could possibly ask, though, is if you're getting value from the Coworking Weekly Show in just these first couple of episodes, please take in 60 seconds, 90 seconds, however however long it takes to fire up iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you're using to subscribe to this show and rate it. Leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Both the review and the rating apparently makes a big difference. Again, I'm really new to this podcasting thing, so I'm just finding this out for myself. Um, if you rate and review the show, it really helps other people find this stuff. And if other people can find this stuff, then you and me together can make the world a better place to collaborate. And that's all I really want. So if you do, I want to say thank you in advance. Let me know if you do leave a rating and a review because you're awesome. And thanks. I'll see you soon. Thank you.